0: Welcome to
1: Weebken Warriors, a short anime discussion and recap podcast. My name is Raven. My pronouns are they and them. And I'm Fantas. I use Fair and they them. And this week we are kicking off our coverage of Brand New Animal. Brand New Animal is a uh, 2020 Netflix exclusive anime and... uh, it's very furry, which is why I picked this for our next animated cover.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, it's very furry.
1: It is. It's it's oh, this this show's incredible, and we're gonna get into it. Uh we're doing a slightly different format this time around. Uh our first episode is just going to be going over the series as a whole, and then uh starting next week we'll continue our regular cover coverage, excuse me, of uh just like our two episodes uh every week. And uh yeah, so this will be spoiler free as well. And so just to kick it off, uh Fantast, I have already seen this is my third watch of watch of this show. This is your first time viewing it, correct? Correct. What did you think of it?
0: To be honest, I feel like I need to. Hmm. I feel like there are some parts I'm so proud, but I liked it. It's a good anime. Yeah,
1: it, it takes a bit to process all of it, but it's such a good fucking show. Um, I. It's one of my favorite anime of all time, and uh, so a, a little bit of background about brand new animal. It is uh, it's a studio trigger anime again, 2020, and it's their first Anime since they released Promare, and it's so fucking beautiful. Um, yeah, it really is, yeah. And like, uh, we've briefly talked about Trigger anime before. What all have you seen
0: from Trigger? Uh, what have I seen? I've seen less than you probably think really i've only
1: seen uh uh kill the kill promare and brand new animal from studio trigger uh so looks like studio trigger has done kill the kill darling in the franks i believe is how it's pronounced i'm gonna get shot for this one uh i've never heard of that little witch academia which i do want to watch at some point uh I'm not even going to try to pronounce that one because it's all in Japanese. Uh, Brand New Animal. SSSS Gridman. Promare.
0: Okay, I have their wiki page up now.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, they did Inferno Cop, which we have actually had recommended to us and might do in the future. Yeah. Uh, They did... Oh! They up... Apparently are doing a standalone story for cyberpunk. It Mm. looks like it's going to be a Netflix show in 2022. Interesting. That might be something. It might be something. Uh, I hope CD Projekt Red has like slightly less involvement because I hate them. But. Uh i and I say that, but I play a cyberpunk red campaign um hypocrite that I am but uh they they don't have a ton uh, but everything that i mean at least from what I'm seeing, everything that they have made is pretty
0: well reviewed, yeah uh. Okay, be real. Like, yeah, I. I. I might have seen Little Witch Academia, but that was so long ago, like the film, Mm -hmm. that I don't really remember. Okay. And I didn't really watch the series, even though I probably meant to. Right. It just takes me forever to see anything. So, this is really the first Trigger anime I've really watched.
1: Okay, what's the. There's a mech show that I can't think of right now. Oh god, I'm gonna have to cut this out because uh. I know what I'm thinking of and I know the main character's name, but I can't think of the anime. And I'm pretty sure uh, Studio Trigger had their like, had their little animating fingers in that show. Uh. Describe it? I. Kamina, the main character. G- in Lagan? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they had some form of involvement in that. I think they might have been
0: like it might have been pre-studio. It was pre-pre-studio pre-stu- trigger,
1: but I think it's like the
0: same. But it like people. led to it.
1: Yeah. Um, and I know people kind of just, especially with pro mayor, counted under the same banner. Now I have to leave that in. Uh, me not knowing fucking login Um, but uh, yeah, a-, a lot of people I I know just lump this in with uh. Studio Trigger
0: shows, but yeah, yeah. Well, are counting that one, I've seen Gudenlagen. Okay,
1: interesting.
0: Yeah, I uh,
1: and you know, from what I've seen from Trigger, they. They kill it with the visuals. Like everything yeah. that I've seen from them. Again, I've I've only seen Kill a Kill, a couple episodes of Little Witch Academia, uh Promare, and then all of Brand New Animal. But they fucking destroy it. And Kill a Kill is a show that I have a weird relationship with because of obvious reasons. Like that show is just uh to
0: wall uh, booby.
1: It, it's too sexual for being about high schoolers. Yeah. Uh, again, I've watched a little bit of the Little Witch Academia show, and that was—I think I got through like four or five episodes—and it was incredibly pretty, um, very fun from what I remember. It. But yeah, and then also just Promare, which fantastic. Have you seen Promare? Nope. You've not. Okay. Um, I'm gonna have to show you Promare sometime because that movie. So fucking gorgeous, beautiful movie, um, wonderful. Got a great plot, stunning visuals, and a lot of brand new animals. Visual style just bleeds through to, or a lot of Pro Mare's visual style bleeds through to brand new animal. Pardon me, um, but yeah, enough running through. Through that Uh, The basic rundown of Do you want to do the rundown Of Brand
0: New Animal Okay so Brand New Animal Is an anime Mm
1: (laughs) Yeah (laughs) So this is
0: Let's see what's like the spoiler free What's the spoiler free way to describe this it's an urban fantasy in sci-fi clothing.
1: I agree. Yes, it's uh, it, it's a show about like you, you got your these people called beastmen who are like mutated humans that turn into well,
0: it's more like they're a separate like a. Yeah, a parallel the, species.
1: Yeah, it's it's more a parallel species. That is a better way to put it. But they basically transform from quote unquote humans to anthropomorphic like animals at, at their own whims. Like they they control it usually, and it's just kind of a story about this city called Anima City, and it mostly follows our our main character uh Michiru Kagemori and just kind of the various shit that's happening in the city without getting too into like the overarching plot as a whole cuz it doesn't really reveal what's going on right away it doesn't show its hand it kind of uh slowly spoon feeds you the overarching story until about halfway through and then it just kind of pops the fuck off which it it sounds like, it wouldn't be as good that way, and I feel like it works incredibly well for this show.
0: Yeah, like, it's not like the first half is boring. It's just sort of... It kind of introduces itself, and it does a good job with, like, the foreshadowing, because, mm-hmm. like, I picked up on a lot of stuff that was happening, like, uh, not too far in.
1: Oh, absolutely. And it it doesn't hide it all too much. Like, the villain is immediately obvious. Yeah. Um and like there minor minor spoilers for i believe episode 3 there's an episode in in this show that's like a lot of people call it a filler episode cuz it's all about uh, a baseball game and that episode is in my opinion one of the best episodes because it shows a lot about like the hierarchy of anima city and It runs through a lot of the various like things that are going on. It does a lot of character building for Michiru, our main uh, female character. And then Shiro Ogami, our other main character. And we'll get to talk about Shiro and how much I love him uh, later.
0: (laughs) But uh, yeah, you do.
1: Yeah, uh, nobody nobody on main got burdened with it because I couldn't let them know that it was what like two or three weeks that we were like two or three weeks ahead of recording at the time of watching Uh, that episode. I could I couldn't show my hand. I had to <laughs> I had to kick back and just live tweet everything on the uh, on my locked account. But uh, Shiro Ogami is uh a stellar character and gets plenty of good character growth throughout the series as does Meet You Do and oh like i uh, i'm i'm just trying to like think about everything that happens in the show and it's hard not to talk about like spoilers cuz the show is so involved i guess is that is that a good word for it yeah i
0: think that's a decent word for it
1: okay um but yeah, just like some other other notes for it is like, uh, the an this this show has some of the most gorgeous visuals I've ever seen in an anime. Um, yeah, I I'd say personally it rivals even Mob Psycho one hundred. I know you also very much like Mob Psycho one hundred, so I'm curious on your thoughts on that. Hmm. I would say it's fight choreography is obviously not as strong as Mob Psycho 100s, but like it's world design and everything does.
0: Dispect a bit differently is all.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, like this show. (laughs) It uses a lot of uh, bisexual lighting, um, (laughs) which I've been waiting to talk about (laughs) Uh, and just like sitting on that one, I was like, I get to use it. I finally get to use the bisexual lighting and like <laughs> it's a funny haha internet joke but it really does mesh together like all the vibrant blues of like the more positive sides of anima city with like the harsher uh like pinks and everything of the more quote like criminal uh the like criminal underbelly of anima city if you will and I, I don't know it. it <laughs> I really enjoy it. I uh, the show every time I watch it, I get very emotional, just because its visuals are so good. And like we haven't even talked about the the intro, um, which is called "Ready to," and. Let me just say, I mean, well, actually, hold on. What are
0: your thoughts on, on Ready 2? Uh, be it the song or the animation. Okay, so, like, there is something I noticed that I thought was very fun. It's just old. I wonder if any of these brands paid to be, like, in the anime
1: mm-hmm.
0: after Icons Verified. Because <laughs> that, that that honestly kept getting me, like, throughout the entire thing. It was very good. Yeah, I, <laughs> I really do KFC. like it.
1: Yeah, it's very funny because like uh, uh, we we're we are both furries. We are both we both partake in fun, furry art. We both literally have our fursonas on the podcast. Yeah, we both do have our fursonas on the podcast art. It's funny to me because it, it very much feels like how a furry would draw a world like with the fake branding that's all animal themed and everything like that it's so Mm -hmm. it's so funny
0: yeah i don't know that i really have a lot to say other than the anime is pretty the uh, intro is pretty sick the whole thing is pretty sick the music is really good Mm -hmm. I, i don't i don't know that i have a lot more to say yeah i do i love the style of the ending though I love that style. Okay,
1: I wanted to talk about the ending and I wanted to give it a lot more time. So that's why I was like, I want to just get the intro out of the way real fast Um, because the outro does so much cool shit. I don't know if you noticed. There are three different versions of the outro. Mm -hmm. But like visually Um, and like there's two that are very easy to see because they have like the grayed out one. But Mm -hmm. there's another one where everyone's human in the outro and instead of because like normally in the outro, they're all their animal cell. They're like animal selves, but there is a version of the outro where both Michiru and one of the characters we will see later are both human instead, which is just an interesting choice and a good utilization of uh, like different outros for conveying different emotions and like adding on that little bit to the end of the episode
0: mm. you see one of i think i might have missed that one because netflix <laughs> always wants to skip everything mm-hmm. and at that and at certain points in a binge you're kind of like
1: eh. oh or like yeah. your
0: hand just doesn't move fast enough but um yeah. yeah so I i might have to go back and look at that one but well, that's
1: the other thing is, it's incredibly hard to like recognize it because the differences between uh, these two characters, human and animal forms, are they're very easy to miss when they're yeah they're pretty subtle yeah in that color especially when they keep it in that like pink and blue coloration in the ending theme it's incredibly easy to miss but uh I, and I can't tell you which episode it's for. But I only noticed it on this watch, and mm. we'll talk about it when we get to whichever episode that may be. Oh yeah, but yeah, the outro is called "Night Running," and I don't know. Everything about this show just feels like a uh, per- I don't want to say a perfectly constructed masterpiece, but it does feel. It feels like no expenses were spared. I think is the term, and like everything was very meticulously planned out. And I love that
0: for yeah. this show because, like, I I know there was definitely some CGI in this show. If nothing else, at least it has a credit. And man, I could I I couldn't tell you I where barely it is. noticed. Yeah, like I I think I might have spot like a couple places. Like I think some buildings in some areas, as well as like a like mm-hmm. a a light thing they did like near the end. Right. Like I I think those probably were CGI, but it's like I could barely I like if you weren't like eagle-eyed looking for it. Mhm. Eh,
1: I don't know where it is. Yeah, and I feel like again cuz I I mentioned Promare earlier, uh I feel like that builds off of what Promare has done because uh that movie is 2D and 3D combined and while they don't really try to hide it, there are some shots where it's like, "Oh yeah," This almost perfectly meshes with the 2D, but they, it's like an intentional artistic decision
0: that they didn't. hmm Um. Yeah, it's, yeah, they, they did it fucking right here. Yeah. And
1: it's just, uh It's so good. I'm, I'm actively re-watching the ending theme, and so, like, there's the, uh. Like the shot of Shiro mirrored with his uh, human self is is very good. I was also wrong. It's the other way around. The normal outro has one of the characters we'll see later in human form. And in one of the scenes, she is uh, in her animal form. But it's only for one outro. So.
0: still very cool.
1: Yeah. There's a, a frame in the outro, and I'm sure we'll put this in the in the show notes or something but there's a frame in the outro that I really like and not frame but it's just like series of uh just like bit of the outro I guess is Michiru's like huddled up with her arms like crossed and then wings sprout out of her back and that's just
0: super Super good. Yeah, it's a really stand out part of it. Yeah, it
1: is. Yeah, and I know. Uh, just, what am I, I?
0: Oh, go ahead. Love, love wing motives.
1: It's yeah, good. It's good, and it also. Uh, around the time I wa- started watching Brand New Animal is uh, right around this time I started hormone therapy actually, and this show not even just because of that but like. And maybe I'm saying that because maybe my my view of this show has been uh, tinted a little bit by my gender journey really kicking into high gear when I watch this. But like this show gives me incredibly big trans vibes
0: from Michiru specifically. I don't know if I got. I, I definitely feel I. Yeah, I, I I can feel the vibes mm-hmm. like I that wasn't really like. Yeah, because like, I, yeah, it's like a, a lot of things. It's the time in your life when you watch them kind of mm-hmm. really impacts how you interpret them. Because I yeah, I, I'm still processing what exactly I got, but I definitely got something. Mm hmm.
1: I mean, yeah, like. At the very least, uh, we we can go ahead and say Nazana, I believe um, at the very least, Michiru and Nazuna like they're they don't feel like just best friends, you know, they kind of yeah. have they, they're they gay. Yeah. Um. Harold. Yeah, I I, could, I was pretty sure that was the name, but I wasn't going to try it because I don't remember what that's a reference to you. Um, <laughs> pro, I think it's some like sitcom that I don't watch because i don't watch sitcoms um it lives it's it's its own entity now it is yeah but uh like they're definitely both gay and uh, it, it does the trigger thing where it's like well we're gonna queer code these but we're not gonna say that they're queer
0: yeah so yeah like it the thing it's like I don't want to just wear my shipping goggles and just say, oh, if I want everyone to kiss or something. I don't want to just wear my shipping. But also, please, 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 just give us some lesbians. please. Yeah.
1: <laughs> please, please, sir. Your spare lesbians. Please, sir. I, I beg of you. I've been a good child this year. Give me your spare
0: lesbians.
1: <laughs> I'm a Victorian child. POV you are an an adult and I'm a Victorian child begging for lesbians um I I think I'm leaving that in that's funny (laughs) I like it um that's the secret I make the jokes on this podcast for exactly two people and that's Fantast and myself (laughs) um but yeah it's This show does a lot, and I I tweeted about this. And I feel like a lot of times in in shows that use like anthropomorphic animals, they try and make the like different species or do something like that to make it a race allegory. In a lot of shows, this one felt more like a queer allegory, in my opinion. I I kind of want your.
0: uh, Your opinion on that. Yeah, I. Like like I said, I still I still have some things I'm processing about it. Right. Yeah. So to me, it felt more like a a general allegory for like marginalized people, like just in general.
1: That's true. That's fair. It is. It is more generalized.
0: Um, And I guess like, yeah, every allegory breaks down after a certain point. Right. But it it definitely did. I mean, like, they're very, very clearly. These people are a (laughs) very marginalized group. Mm -hmm. Very much so.
1: Um, And I guess what made me feel like it was more. uh, Queer oriented was the huge themes of like self-discovery that this show has. And Mm -hmm. like uh, everything. I can't say it. But there's like a certain group of people and their whole slogan is like, be the best beast man you can be. And so having that, it really did just feel like, oh, yeah, like be true to yourself. And uh, what is it? It's like being unapologetically queer is what it made me think of. Mm. Uh, And like just being... Visibly, visibly gay, visibly trans, trans, whatever, you know, all all of the the visibility sort of stuff. And. Just there's there's a lot to talk about and a lot that we can't talk about yet because of the uh, back half of this show. But it's. uh, I just got big. Big queer vibes from this show. Yeah, it gave me gender feels, as I think they say. <laughs> nice gender. Nice gender. And I don't, I don't know what else to to add. Like, you got your banging tracks. Uh, the entire. I, I need to add this actually. Um. The entire soundtrack is stellar, and one of the biggest crimes is that, uh... I think three or four of the tracks are not available in America, so I... They, you, just, you just can't listen to them, but... God, what the hell? Yeah, and I don't know why. They were available, like, the first two days that the soundtrack went live, and then after then, they delisted them for everywhere that wasn't Japan and haven't relisted them and I don't know why they're not ones with lyrics like they're just part of the actual like soundtrack
0: they're not no no vocals yeah it it sounds like a yeah it really does sound like a licensing thing and odd it's so
1: odd cuz some yeah. of them are like this uh like a a thing that they tend to do with this shit is like when there's two different two slightly different renditions of a song. They'll, like, separate them into two songs, you know? And so, I think it's, like, two of them are just, like, different renditions of the same song, and you just can't listen to them. Thankfully, all of the, like, incredible bangers are right there for you to listen to in America still. Like, you got, uh, you have, uh, I'll just refer to him as the CEO's theme, which is super good. Uh, you got Marie's theme, which we haven't talked about her, and she's one of the my biggest issues with this show. But she's also my favorite character next to Shido. We'll get there yeah. when we get there.
0: They We'll get there when we get there.
1: The, there is some problems with their character. And I say some, and I mean one problem. Cause they just do a bad thing. Uh Bill Bill Wirt's voice they've done a bad thing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the other thing is like the sound design, not just for, not just for the soundtrack, but like explosions, every, every little detail and sound in this show is, uh, I i can't describe it. Like they, they use their generic sound effects here and there, but it's not bad. I don't, I don't know. Like i I've, I've, been trying to think about the little the littler i say littler but sound design's incredibly important um i've just been trying to think about that more and it's like you don't it, it, it's good damn it that's what i'm trying to say it's good right on and yeah the uh the, the fight scenes that we see are also very good all of the fight scenes are incredibly bouncy
0: Yeah it's like honestly the animation overall it has like a really nice bounce and stretch to it Mm -hmm. And you know it's like all those really good like smear animation Mm -hmm. Absolutely and I think that's something that they just excel at Yeah it's like, like they really lean into it and I love it This is
1: one of my favorite examples of the animation in this show Or, like, this shot where Chido's standing in front and then she just, like, pops and then just, like, slumps over like that.
0: It's incredibly (laughs) fun. It's very good. Yeah.
1: And they do a lot of that with Michiru, where she's, like, very. Her entire. The entire way she's animated is very playful until she needs to be serious. And then, like, she becomes more rigid and, like, her. like, everything about her just becomes a little, like... Not stiffer, because that doesn't feel like it uh, communicates it right. But it just... Uh, it it just becomes firmer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah,
0: I, I, I can tell what you mean, though.
1: I'm still getting used to all these fun animation words and and stuff. But yeah, like... They just do a very good job of characterizing... Uh, Michiru, especially. And... Another thing, this show isn't very... Hor- it's not horny at all. There's no, like, explicitly fan servicey moments. Yeah. I-, I can't think of, like, a single one in this whole show unless we want to talk about Shudo Ogami and how they pander exclusively to... Not exclusively to me. There are lots of furries out there. <laughs> but how they are pandering to the furries with that man... Um, Even then, it's not like it's explicitly a a horny thing or anything like that. But they there are some very like cute shots of of my wolf man, my lovely, lovely wolf man. I uh, I posted a couple of them while I was watching it and I was just like losing my mind because he's (laughs) so adorable. Yeah, you were. Uh, leave me alone stop bullying me on air (laughs) listen i like shiro ogami leave me alone don't worry you'll get a chance to bully me later oh okay this is one of my favorite pictures of of shiro because a little insight into how furries draw this man they always make him super buff and he's like he is shaped like a friend that is the best (laughs) way to describe him He's, like, not... He's not buff. He's He's just just a guy. He's just a guy. He is... That's it! Like, if you were to be like, okay, make up a guy who's edgy and transforms into a wolf, you would make Shiro. Um, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna get too far into it right now. But... He's very good, and I... I hope that we get more of this show just so we can get more more Shido because there's a Twitter account I really like called uh, I think it's like poorly drawn Shiros, and it's just
0: it's all just the distance models Yeah,
1: it's just all the distance models and drawings of Shido Ogami and it's so fucking funny because he's just a little guy. He's just a little, friend. Just a little dude. It's just a little birthday boy. You
0: wouldn't hurt a birthday boy on his birthday. <laughs> yeah, but um, this show. Oh, well, for one thing, it needs a second season. So I can see this one character vape. He mentioned that he mentioned that he vapes and we never see it. Oh, my God. That's right. Who who was it? Was the, it the mob boss? It
1: was the mob boss. Yeah, because he's like, I tried quitting cigars, but it didn't mm-hmm. work out. I tried, I tried vaping, and then they never show him vape. Like he never vapes. And he as as vapes. we've established on this show, vaping is 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 crucial. Uh, <laughs> if your character vapes, I need to know. You have to show it to me. Yeah, you cannot bait me. Uh, vape baiting as it is. <laughs> they've They vape baited me the show's bad, <laughs> God, yeah, it's uh, and that's the other oh, thing yeah. is like they a- another way they characterize all the the beast men is like when they're in their human forms, they still look more animal than anything, versus uh our main character, Michidu, who claims to be a human when we see her human form, it looks more human than the beast men that transform into humans. Mm-hmm. Um, excluding Shido, but that's because they wanted to make him really fucking cute when he was a human. <laughs> <laughs> I need to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about this show is a mistake. I'm so sorry. <laughs> listeners. You're you're strapped in with me on this ride and my love for this stupid, stupid, stupid wolfman. Oh, another side note. While we're talking about furries and all of that, I mean, we're going to be talking about them a lot with this show. There are not a lot of birds in this show, but when they are there, they're drawn with, like, the big wing hands and they're, like they do the birds right where a lot of shows don't or they all do. They, they do like anthropomorphic bird creatures dirty. This one doesn't, um, except for the fact that the only Corvids in the show are like Kudo, which is like an actual crow. And then all of the Corvid beast men are like
0: fucked up and evil dudes. To be fair, though, there are some flamingos and they're a little fucked up and evil.
1: Yeah, I, will, I forgot. I forget about them because uh, they're they're in the in the baseball episode for a little bit.
0: And the, the baseball episode, I'm going to stand incredibly hard.
1: The ba- okay, here's my hot take. People are like, "Oh, the baseball episode sucks." That's what ruins brand new animal. No, the baseball episode is like one of the best episodes. It has some of the it's, best. It's swearing. a great episode. It has some of the best animation. It's got incredible it an detail. Eye eye. It's great. It's amazing. Yeah. We get to meet the bears. Uh, which is... I, I'm now realizing a... Go Bears! Yeah! It's a funny, <laughs> like... It's a funny sports joke. Because the Bears constantly lose in baseball. So... Like, the Chicago Bears were notorious for losing for, like... What was it? Like, 100 years or something? Some shit like that? 75 years? Some absurd amount until... uh Like, what? 2019? They finally broke that losing streak. And so they... They chose... A team of bears for the fucking baseball episode, which is good. And, um... Damn. Such a good fucking show. And I don't want to stop talking about it, but it, it gets hard to, like, talk about this show without spoilers. Yeah. It looks like the outro might be some of the CGI work. So... But then, like, yeah, it's, the other CGI work is, like, you got your, your big fucked up, uh, oh, my God, Studio Trigger building, and it, it's it's in the center of the town, as it is with Studio Trigger. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you haven't seen Kill a Kill, but there's, like, a big fucked up building there. And then in Promare, there's also a big fucked up building there, and that's just kind of the theme they run with. And it's funny, because I mentioned earlier how uh, they're doing a, a cyberpunk show, like a cyberpunk anime, and on the cover of the cyberpunk, like anime poster thing, is a big fucked up building. So <laughs> that's how you know it's a, a studio trigger anime. And again, yeah, CD Projekt Red does have their fingers in it. Um, unfortunate, yeah. I'll probably end up watching it at some point still. Oh. Kind of having to stall for time here, but I mean,
0: I guess I will have to say one more thing it has i'd say the show has a good mixture of animals in it it does it it's very unique though there aren't any invertebrates that's true, but I'll let them pass on that
1: um we do get a mink, which i i again I have some issues with her characterization because it's. I mean, what it boils down to is her characterization is uh fairly like racist or at the very least like racially
0: insensitive but or just very stereotyped, yeah, it is,
1: and it's just
0: <sighs> yeah,
1: it's bad, but also at the same time like she's such a fun character mm-hmm so i I enjoy her character, I don't enjoy <sighs> I I enjoy her character and I don't at the same time because she's a fun character, but also they do a lot of, like, shitty things that they really could have left out and still kept her a fun
0: character. Yeah. One of the things I kind of notice, like, in some of the first establishing shots of the city, is that all the signs had, like, a bunch of different languages on them, so it was obviously a very international city. Yeah. So that you don't... Because, like, it's really... With her, if there had just been more black people in that show, it wouldn't be at- as big a deal. No, it
1: wouldn't. And I yeah. think... She's like what one of maybe two black people we see in this entire show, if that. She mm-hmm. might be the only one, and uh, I I mean I My guess show, we can like, just say definitely it, it, that the only like, named one. Yeah, um, it's Marie, and she's called Marie the Mink, and her entire kind of characterization is that, is that she's this like sly con artist, and. Blah blah blah, like all this stuff, and it really sucks because she's the only black character that's, as you stated, at least named in the show, and then they make her a con artist, which just feels shitty. And it's a shame because, like, she's got a great design when she's not being a con artist, she's incredibly fun, like, she's such a fun Mm -hmm. character, she's super pretty,
0: yeah. And I'll be honest, I like a good con artist, yeah, exactly. She does some fun cons, yeah, she does do fun cons. And it's like like the carrots. The, the carrots
1: bit was good, especially with <laughs> what happens after the carrots. Like, yeah, it's so funny. But they they did it wrong by not having any other characters of color, like any any other black characters in that show. And that was that that's consistently been my biggest criticism. And I think that's what keeps it from being my f- favorite show. Um, that's not true because uh Mob Psycho 100 still has cooler fight choreographies. I'm just going to keep talking about Mob Psycho 100 till we eventually cover it one day. So <laughs>
0: um
1: look out for the 1 year anniversary. But uh it's uh, it, w- it the show would be so much better if it just had more black characters. And that goes for any goddamn show out there. Put more black characters yeah. in. It. It's going to be better. Like th- that's why every time Someone like does the uh like the draw, the like draw overs or like drawing it yourself and then they make the characters black. I'm always for it because it's like, yeah, you're making you're you're making this more enjoyable for me. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, there's actually black characters here. I can enjoy this more because not every character is like light skinned. I I feel like I actually get some goddamn positive representation in here. And. I don't
0: know. It's the eternal struggle that shouldn't be.
1: Exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure it's something we'll hit on a lot in uh, throughout the course of our podcast. The mayor for Anima City is I love her so much. Uh, I
0: love her so much. She's a naked mole rat. Is she? I thought she was a sphinx cat. No, no, no! Definitely a mole rat. Oh, inter oh. like, like her one thing, her like the ears on the side of her head. Um, she does have like kind of a buck tooth thing kind of going on. A few times we see her mouth really open, and her tail is like a little too short and stubby to be a cat. Mm-hmm. It's not quite the right. Yeah, a naked that mole rat. and there's that one episode title that is mole rats. The mole rat speaks or something like that.
1: Yeah, you are absolutely right. I definitely thought she was a Sphinx cat, but no, you are correct. Well, inter- I I didn't know that. I'm so glad you said it. And it's literally like I, I went to the wiki. It's right here. Um, And you know what? Shout out to the brand new animal wiki. This place is beautiful. It's really well done. I was uh, afraid it wouldn't be because uh, brand new animal is not the most popular one because I I feel like a little bit of that is can be attributed to the fact that like the localization for B Stars came out months before this drop. Mm. Like just a couple. So everyone was caught up in the like furry craze of B Stars and brand new animal kinda went under the radar. Um not a
0: crazy amount, but just like enough, you know? Yeah. Uh yeah, I let's actually wait, let me see. I need to check that coach. I'm pretty sure he's an i yeah, he's an i i I knew it. the coach for uh, the bears interesting. yeah, because I noticed he had like those really long fingers. Mm-hmm.
1: And see, you clearly you know more about animals than me, which is why I was so excited to talk about this because
0: oh yeah, I have some things to say about chameleons later.
1: Yeah they do the thing, don't they? Yep. They do the thing. Unfortunate.
0: Let's see Melissa, I think she's a wombat, yeah, I called it. And who who is this that you're looking at? Melissa. Right. She uh, works yeah. at the co-op.
1: I yeah. love her her like quote unquote human design. Um yeah. she's very funny. Like, she just looks like a uh uh like fox adult sh- like animated show character but better
0: she looks like a mom at a bake sale <laughs> like in the best way possible she does i love that for her she's just like she's just a really sweet lady i like her yeah and she's a fat lady who isn't all about food
1: yeah and that uh, again like there's so much good about this damn fucking show but there's they mess up like some of the they they mess up some of the like weirdest stuff or like the some yeah. of the most like really dude really you didn't you you didn't have to fuck that up yeah but yeah the show in conclusion the show is good and I'm so excited to talk about it um because it's. Again, it's it's so vibrant, it's so pretty. And uh, if you're listening to this and haven't watched it yet, I mean, listen, it's Thursday at the time this comes out. You got a weekend. You can binge it in a single day. You can even it's, a, it's twelve episodes. It's about I don't know, well, like five hours, maybe six. Um, you could sit down, and knock this out in a weekend, in a day easy. If you want to split it into two days, mm-hmm. you could. Um, and I, I think uh,
0: as a binge show, it works really well. Yeah, like I made myself watch it in two mm-hmm. days because I had other things I was supposed to be yeah. doing. It was very hard to make myself only watch it in two it days is. and not just one Because
1: it, it really just leaves you off every episode like wanting to see what happens next. Uh, Be it with like setups for various things in the city or just like... Oh, I wonder what's happening, like, in the daily lives of these people. Like, there's just, there's so much good in this show. So. Yeah. I hope everyone gets, like, the same amount of enjoyment out of this show as I do. Because, like, I cried several times watching this show. I love it. It's, uh, it just means a lot to me. So, because you got, like again, it feels very much, uh, we, you, like you said, it's an allegory for kind of everything. Um, and again, not to get too into it, but like episode one, there's this huge festival in the city. And I think Michiru has this line, like, I don't have to hide anymore. I can be who I am. Something like that, As like this festival just kicks off. And I immediately was like, oh yeah. Uh, That's what it feels like to find other queer people or like uh, this is going to be a weird poll, but like that's what it feels like meeting other queer people at like conventions or something like queer explicitly queer friendly conventions. And it's like that granted all of my fur con experiences up until this point have been kind of bad, um, but like there's still that feeling of like oh yeah
0: i'm with other queer people that i can trust yeah because like uh Mm pre-covid i had a board game group i was going to Mm -hmm. and like when i walked in like i noticed like oh hey there's like a trans woman here yeah cool and i was like yeah like you know like i I was actually like after like a few times going there was like comfortable like actually giving my pronouns and everything I was like mm-hmm. and they actually respected that and that was like a really great feeling
1: exactly Um, I went to in I think 29 early 2019 I went to a, a board game night with a very good friend of mine and the first thing that uh, everyone did when I sat down at the table is ask me my pronouns and it was like exclusively for queer people but it was just like oh yeah I feel comfortable here and like I can like shoot the shit and we can like tease each other friend like just you know playful banter even though we all just met except for me and this one friend. Just cause like there's that immediate level of trust when it's when there's like when you like meet someone else who whom is also queer. At least in my opinion. And so I I got that that vibe here. Um oh, I don't know if we mentioned this. Uh, was a Tanuki. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and her design is very cute. I love it very much. So very much. She's, oh, I love, I love you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I, all of the characters in this show are so good. Such good designs. Barring a couple of side characters that we'll get to. Um, but like even Marie Um, like her design for both her human again, like, quote unquote, human and her her beast form are so cute. Oh, my God, I die for her. And like, she's got she's got like solid gray dreads and just kind of that like shit grin smile, some cool ash like shades. She looks like she'd be. Uh, like a doctor or a labs assistant and really she's a con artist and I think that's amazing again she shouldn't be the only black person in the show yeah but otherwise she'd be a fine character yeah so close big yeah
0: so close so close but no cigar yeah
1: and oh there's a okay I, I was just looking at her wiki page there's this oh I love her so much Um, There's this Frame from the intro And like I love you
0: Yeah And like I love like the design Of like her shades It's like they fit her like both the Human and me Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, she she has their like sort of shades, sort uh, of goggles, of goggles, and they have straps that are designed to fit around both her human ears and her beast ears, which is so good. Um, yeah. I just accidentally opened up a second instance of discord. <laughs> I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> but like, yeah, you can you can see in this picture how like, the shades are designed to go around both of the 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 ears here and it's just it's it's fun i enjoy it i love it every time like we we've acknowledged the issues with her i love her as a character she's very fun she's very pretty um i'm going to be keep talking about how pretty she is because i'm gay and a furry um <laughs> God, this is where everyone stops listening because I'm like, I love Shiro and I love Marie. And turns out brand new animal is a bad idea. <laughs> I regret doing brand new animal because I talk about loving all these things so much. And everyone's gonna be like, what the fuck's wrong with them?
0: No, it's it's gonna be fine. Yeah, but um Pingua <laughs> I like he pingu.
1: Oh, I love pingu so much, and his his English voice is so good. Um. Oh. Okay. Um. This is really funny. And for those who haven't watched Brand New Animal yet, you won't understand. On uh on Marie's uh wiki page next to species, it says beast man dash and then crossed out says weasel and next to it's mink that's very funny (laughs) um also her english voice acting is very good but i uh i don't know i think that's that's my at least condensed quote unquote initial thoughts for brand new animal yeah anything you you would like to add There's lots of good howling in this show. There is, and it's again. I I'm trying not to gush about my husband Shiro, but he howls, and I'm just like, I I love you, stupid, stupid wolf man. But uh, yeah, with all that howling out of our system now, I think that'll do it for this episode. Um. Tune in, tune in next week for uh our standard coverage of episodes one and two. Raven, where can people find you on oh, the internet? You're, you're asking me this. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Corvid underscore Lenore. That's Corvid like the bird. Lenore like
0: nevermore. Um. And I I also have a Twitter at AB274Fantast. Have a good weepkin, everybody, and stay safe.